So, uh, I'm actually thinking back on, like, different podcasts that I've heard over the years. And I'm thinking back to times. Um, now, some of them I don't know because it really depends on how much of the story you share in your podcast. Uh, because if your podcast is not necessarily like a life documentary, like mine is kind of, um, a very deep individualistic life documentary, if you will. That's why now I've kind of really changed over and call and really went in on the format and call it, you know, life is our reality show. Um, and so life is our reality is like the antithesis or the where everything comes from, but really it is a reality show of just creating life. Um, but what I'm, what I'm experiencing in a lot of changes in life are the same things I've noticed, like this spark in creativity. I'm just making sure I'm recording the spark and phone checking here. No, but the spark in creativity, um, this like fire in energy of just creating like crazy now. And I remember being really heavily into like podcasts like, and I'm, I might even just like in the next couple weeks want to start this conversation in a voice message because, um, and I think I will go ahead and do that like at some point. But I want to do it in like a really cool morning. Right now I'm kind of, I'm a little bit not the most comfortable. Um, and I'm creating in um, the process of like wanting to feel a little better because I had sprained my toes somehow. I was doing yoga in the backyard with Eve or in the, our big yard um, that you've heard that, you know, I've podcasted in. Um, we were doing like some different moves and stuff. And I, I don't know, I like somehow I sprained my toes and I'm just kind of like walking around. Cause I'm, when you get to a certain point in self-development, you don't want to like, just be stuck over an injury. Like you don't want to be stuck just doing nothing. I am a little bit tired today. I kind of like jumped up and started immediately going into creation mode and kind of consuming other content. But, um, so the conversation I want to start on other podcasts in like a voice message, um, something like where you'd hear stories like in, like if you're like an anchor veteran or like a podcast veteran and you've been around for like years and years and you remember the beginnings and the transitions of something like Lulu Island, um, and even when she goes a little more adult and a lot deeper in Ethical Slut, um, which is her more adult life podcast, um, and Lulu Island being her family, um, family and like philosophical kind of hub and then kind of the adult hub in uh, Ethical Slut and kind of like the two podcasts taking two different versions of life and kind of like what I noticed about the transitions of her both her podcasts and it's something really beautiful about art and I really I want to have this conversation with her at some point again um I want to wait till a really good time where I'm not going to get interrupted and have the however many voice messages it takes because it's cool like that 
over on her podcast, but the spark, like every time I noticed that she would be moving, especially her last move comes to mind, like her first move I was around for somewhat, like, um, I would like wish her well after being, you know, in some health issues and stuff and just being, um, I remember her like having all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but that was a very, that was like 2017. I don't really remember too much of it. Like, I'm, I'm not worried about it. But even the last move that she had, I'm using this as an example because only because it comes to mind for sure. In inspiration, but more also in like, I feel like there's a relating there. Because what I noticed is when she would move house, like she moved out of her family's house and into her own place. Um, and during the time she was deciding that this is what she needed to do and all the family drama that came with all that. And, and now the family's all at peace and everything, but just, you know, all of the things that came along with moving in her world, there was like a fire spark of creativity, which really shows in life that again this freedom is going to look like whatever it's going to look like for you for anybody but it sometimes ignites like these obligations that we have in our life to this social construct of a system that is called society whether we have fallen into another social construct or if we're just kind of like independently involved in the system somehow there is a spark of creativity that ignites when you are in survival mode if you really um are okay with change um sometimes though i think there's more of a spark if you don't need the change and sometimes that change can take over your creativity depending on really who you are but i've just noticed in a very artful way that somebody like, like her podcast or, um, if you think of, I'm trying to think of some other examples that we all might know of too, like, um, not just podcasts even, but like trying to branch out a little bit into something that we can just immediately, like, there's not a lot of explanation, but, like uh, Harry Potter, like J.K. Rowling, the mom who wrote Harry Potter, uh, was actually a mom of a six-year-old daughter. Like, I read the bio. I did an essay on it. Um, but she was a, a mother of a six-year-old daughter doing the parenting thing and, like, writing her books. And, like, there was obviously some kind of transition going on from what I could gather. Um... Because it was more like the busyness sparked creativity. So I think there's this myth that we've gotten that says that we have to like let go of a lot of the business in order to um, like you have to choose one path or another. And I think we can kind of agree like we are all qualified to walk the path of an artist or to walk the path of a creative. 
taking our own steps and our own escalators and maybe meeting on the same path or respectfully, like if there is a different path, there is a different path, but it's meeting into the same like place of creativity and art. Um, and I think that actually for some of us, the busyness of life is what is igniting like, look, you've got a life and I'm, I'm going to say I use I like I speak in the first person in my podcast and I'm sure you're sitting here noticing like she really talks about herself a lot or she really is using this as therapy or like she's really talking about how she feels and she like you can tell. But if you really think about it, that's the way that we all think. And I'm not trying to justify it. Like, I'm really being natural when I do that because that is the way we all think in terms of I. Um, I'm not changing that for some, for like this spiritual, like abstract, although I can, like I'm capable of making it very abstract and structural. Um, but I know that that is not naturally how the mind or where the mind goes when you're figuring yourself out, when you're in a therapy session, when you're journaling, like, um, if you're thinking about yourself in the first part, like you're mostly going to be in the first person. Now, if you're journaling and like, you get really deep into character, I've done that in writing, but I really have not been writing. It's been kind of dead because of the podcast, like something has been igniting and speaking for whatever reason, but um, I have not found that same creative spark in writing in several, several months. Um, I thought I might, but I just have not. Like, I'm ready to just get rid of the the journals that I have because I don't really see a purpose anymore. And, like, some of them have gone and I'm like, I don't think I really want the space anymore because I just have it on the podcast anyway. Um, I don't think I want to maintain like a journaling practice in just an app anymore. So like Google Keep, I'm kind of getting rid of, I think. But not to get so techy with you, like that didn't even mean to happen. But I guess my point is, as I kind of like take some water over here, um... I'm finding that it's it's went from like why am I doing this podcast and I'm still recording okay it's updating but I'm still recording that's crazy um I'll have a little more faith in Farrah, jeez. Uh, anyway, um, the guilt has, like, completely gone away, and it's become more of a necessity that every day I do one to three, even one to four podcasts a day to break up the day because you have morning, afternoon, and evening. And so, like, three podcasts per day is what I was doing for, like, a while and then it may have been like two, like a morning and an afternoon, and then I'm kind of okay, or a morning and an evening to close the night out. 
And then there's been times where it's been like one where it's like totally some thoughts. And then like yesterday, I didn't do it at all because the day got busy and I was focused on listening in and checking my own reactions on other podcasts and such. And then I just figured that to take that attention um, and kind of like sometimes that ignition comes from like listening actively to others and sharing your thoughts just by listening. That's why I value you as a listener for doing the same because, but I just noticed like in busy times in life is when I find I'm the most creative. Um, this happened when I had a job. Now that was detrimental um, because there was, it was almost like an enemy, the job at the time is what I thought. I could not integrate. I was not mature enough to integrate life at that time. And I didn't really have to. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have, you know, a child to say, no, you have to like work and have a job and have responsibility. So I'm like, I'm going to choose art. And then if I can find creative work that'll pay, I'll just instantly do that. And I just thought life was completely different. But yeah, once, um, and even then when I moved and stuff, I was still creating. But once, um, now you might find sometimes if you move and you change states or you change, you move in town or you move into another house, no matter like if it's in town or another state or whatever. Sometimes you might even delete social media altogether and start new accounts because you feel like you're moving and you want a fresh start. But you're still in a creative, I think... It really brings a meaning home for life as art reality because you're creating your life and you're in a creative space. As you're moving, you have to be creative about how you want to live. And so you're creating in the midst of being busy. Um, and it depends on how the process is. But even if you're like participating in it, um, the creating is almost like really necessary for you to process and you almost really don't care about perfection at that point and you're almost doing what is easier. Like in some ways, having stereo recording, I would have to care about perfectionism, but I don't. And I do it more for the convenience of shortcut recording and things like that. And I've had to change my process because I'm realizing as life comes becomes busier, I don't want to stop creating. Um, and you know what? We should not have to choose. I'm starting to disagree more and more and more with this, like, stupid premise that we have to choose between different lifestyles. And it's like, you can totally just integrate. You might have to adjust. You might have to do things differently. You might have to have more patience. Other people might have to have more patience in ways that you didn't think you'd have. You might have to have more patience in ways that they could never have. Um, it's a level of patience where somebody else might put up with something that I would never put up with because they have more patience than me, you see? So, like, we're all going to have our different patience and tolerances in whatever life we've kind of chosen, but... This stuff, this is very, very necessary right here. This, this, um, creative therapy, this art, this, uh, 
speaking, um, if it is writing for you, it may be writing for me again one day. I don't know right now. Um, writing is writing and I need a break to be completely honest. Um, but for podcasting, it's definitely on and, um, yeah, but, um, and, and because it's become such a necessity, I'm like becoming less and less afraid to socialize in voice messaging, um, and getting in on conversations on podcasts and my regulars being happy about that, um, whether that is on their podcasts over here on our podcast or, um, and I consider it our because I don't consider it just mine anymore. I used to, but I'm a lot more, um, like I'm kind of, I feel like I'm sharing so much that this is like more than just my podcast now. Um, it is your podcast because you are listening. And so it's kind of like that. And so when I go to somebody else's podcast, I could just be going to their Twitter or their wisdom or their clubhouse and just be in on the conversation that way. And then it gets shared over here to this podcast or to their podcast. And it's just the audio experience that is uh, integrating into life. And so like that is um, ultimately what I think it's coming down to with our, with us being so mobile on our devices is that, um, it was always like necessary and you always felt like you had to be plugged into a computer like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, even was like barely starting to get mobile. And now we're mobile anywhere. And, um, as long as we're not multitasking in a d detrimental or dangerous way, we can, we can kind of like meditate as whatever we're doing and create. Um, and it's just become even a need to take, take multiple breaks throughout the day just to create, uh, multiple breaks from even thinking about the worries of the future and just create because it's putting you in a state of being. See, I'm not exactly as much talking in the first person as I usually do. Like, I have gotten a lot more aware of it. Like, I've noticed myself starting to do it. And then I'm like, well, this is about you. And if you're in a therapy session or if you're in um, a journaling session or if you're in some kind of, like, self-development, you're also thinking you. Like, you are thinking first person I. And so it does come out very naturally that way when I'm talking. But then... There's also the you that is involved because you're here and I haven't forgot about you and a therapist or your brain when you're journaling is going to talk like you, you are doing this. You have this as a self-care need or whatever it is, which is true. Like this creative thing is almost becoming like stopping and going to the bathroom or getting a drink of water. Um, it's becoming that important and I can understand like for people who would be out and they would just pick up their phone and start to podcast or they would film or they would vlog or they would live stream because it's becoming such an integral part of life that you no longer have to have this certain, you no longer have to choose a certain lifestyle. You can just be in whatever life you're in. Now, should you be aware of your life and why you're choosing it in the present moment? Of course, like I, I'm not trying to degrade that or shame 
people who have consciously chosen their life in any way. But what I am saying is like, we no longer can, we need to stop telling high schoolers and transitioning young adults. We need to stop pressuring them to make the absolute right decision today. I don't think that's right. Or we need to stop pressuring them to, um, you better not get married or you'll throw your life away. Like that didn't work for me. I still got married and I didn't throw my life away. Um, I'm allowed to create. I'm allowed to express myself. I'm allowed to go. I'm very much supportive. If I want to go work, I've gone to work and been able to advance my career even with a child. And I'm even just that experience that I've had, I felt very advanced. And um, even though there was like concern about um, me being taken advantage of in that kind of like temporary labor situation, it was still very much supported. Like if it really is advancing your career, go for it and vice versa. Like I give that same support because I've received that same support. So like we need to stop telling our children not to do something in life Um and and to you better think you better really be careful about the decision you're going to make. You know what that makes us? That makes us an indecisive fucking society. When we're like telling our 18-year-old kids and yes, my daughter's going to be 18 and I'm going to have to experience that one day or our 21-year-old children or our 30-year-old children like when she's 30, like I'm going to have to really continue to guide because I'm going to be a parent who is going to get out of her way when she needs it, but who's also going to make damn sure that I'm there to um, guide her if she needs it. Like, I'm not just going to leave because she's an adult now um, kind of a thing. Like, I'm still, I feel like I, I've still, I would still have a job to do as her parent. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot that comes along with that. But um, that is the end thing here is that we need to stop telling our kids not to make decisions. Wait on this decision. Don't make decisions. Don't grow up too fast. Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, don't give your life to somebody. Or even um, don't be single. Like, to stop telling your kids, like, to... They're allowed to be single. Like, don't pressure them into marriage either. There's that caveat, too. Um, where it's like... You better get married. You better make friends. You better find somebody now. That There's also a huge rebellion in that. And I've seen it even in person with my own family. And I see it every fucking day with my own family. And like I said, I'm like the therapist for whatever reason. Um, and just like I've had to get my own kind of needs met with my own help that I've asked for with family too. So like I'm not like this perfect person, but... There's that side of it, too, where it's like, if you're telling your children to hurry up and get married, they're not going to want to hurry up and get married. They're not going to want to make any decisions at all. But then if you tell your children, don't make this, don't make decisions, they're going to make huge decisions. Um, so either way, like if you're, you know, a parent to an adult child, like whether that child is out on their own or that child is there getting help, like you're fucked because... You're, you're thinking that you're enforcing whatever belief you have for your child. And it's not going to work. They're going to do the opposite. Um, luckily, it is it was within me and it was what I wanted to do. And it was what my husband wanted. And that was only because of the companionship. And 
we all question like when we do these personal development stuff like we get very intense in our spirituality we do question and and rightfully so we should because when you get out of religion you know you question like am i did i do this because i grew up this way did i do this because i grew up thinking it was the right thing so we should question did we do this because of a social construct or did we do this maybe because either it's seen to be cool marriage is seen to be cool and popular or is being single seen to be cool and popular too like there's this whole social construct around that but it's not bad it's just a construct and we're all in this sort of like None of us want to be in a construct and we don't have to be like if you like this is just what we look at each other as. But really, are we really in anything like we don't have to really be in anything if if we don't want to feel like we're in a construct. If we don't want to feel like we're in a box, we don't have to be in a box. But there are sections of people that relate and think the same way and do the same kinds of things. Um in that sense and we need to be a little less fearful of the creative needs that need to be met within us as we're moving along in life and and also need to be a little less afraid to make decisions um i think we put too much emphasis on you need to learn to make decisions like what are we really teaching our kids when we say that or you need to learn it's like, you know, in school, tell us this too. It's not just the parents. Like, I'm not beating up on other parents. But even schools will say, every decision you make impacts your life and those around you. And it's like, what do you think that's going to do? That's going to scare the fuck out of people. Um, It scared the fuck out of me before as far as jobs and careers. And it's taken me forever to even get the little bit of experience that I have because, oh, no, I don't want to make the wrong decision, so I might as well not do anything. I might as well not decide shit. Because, oh, God, any decision I make, I was told that in school, too. Like, I think we all were to some degree. It's like any decision you make is going to, yeah, of course it is. That's what we are. We're human beings. When we walk, dirt moves. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, not walk. Or when we roll our wheelchairs dirt moves like are we not gonna roll are we like just not gonna you know because what it impacts those around us what because it comes back the dirt might come back to it like who cares we need to stop telling our kids and our students this bullshit um what does it even mean really um Maybe these things were told when you talk about, like, say no to drugs and everything else. But that that's going to come from experience anyway. That's not going to come from me sitting, sitting anyone down. I can't even think about that. But that's, <laughs> that's not going to come from me sitting her down and say, oh, just say no. Like, that's not, that doesn't, this doesn't work. Um, and, and saying any decision you make is going to impact. Now, I'll probably find myself guilty of saying it one day. When she gets a little older and I'm like, I'm scared and I'm saying it out of fear. That's probably half the reason why teachers and parents say it to begin with. Because they don't know how else to uh, respond. And things like that. But um, it's just kind of funny. 
how life and and all this stuff kind of works because like of course um when you move the floor uh the earth is moving you know other planets move if you want to think of it as like a a multiverse um you're not just biased towards one planet because i know that like my mind doesn't work that way towards just one planet although i love our planet but i also um would like to think other planets deserve love and kind of like the uh wanting good for other countries and wanting good for our own country and kind of wanting good for the whole world and not just our own backyard kind of deal and that can have its own selfishness in it but the point is we need to stop telling we need to just go with our creative sparks especially if we're in a life transition because i think some of the best creativity can come out of being in a life transition and and doing and experiencing whatever fucking experiences that not that anyone thinks that you should have, but whatever the fuck you want to do. If it impacts other people, you know what? It probably, any decision you make is going to impact other people. But um, it is up to those other people to react, uh, to control their reactions. It is up to those other people to, um, to, like, it's not your responsibility to control how somebody else interprets what you say. It's not your responsibility to um, help them react in a comfortable manner. Like, if they're going to react, they're going to react. And it's only hurting themselves. And I've definitely learned from experience. Um, I talked about earlier the penny drop in spiritual riches. That's definitely not to be taken lightly. Like, I did feel a penny drop. It wasn't... The penny is not the thing that's being devalued. When I make that metaphor, it's more about... This whole work is rich. It's long-term. It's a marathon. It's a game. But it's also life. Like, it really is actual life. And it, it, it it's just like some of these little backlashes that we have are just setbacks that you're not going to remember in 50 years. But when you're making decisions and the short term goes into like a long-term effect, you do feel when a penny drops. Um, you do appreciate that penny and you um, go and you make another penny kind of thing. Um, is all you can do sometimes, like when you have these things. Um and so it's, uh, that's what the beautiful thing about <clears throat> living a life in this kind of structure, in our kind of structure, uh, whether you want to call it first world country, whether you want to call it just choice, because I don't like to, I mean, somebody from a third world country could very well, you could be listening right now. And so I don't like to have a bias towards first world country either. Um, I think it's really about your choosing how you want to react in any kind of given life situation. And you're choosing, you have the choice. If you want to be, if you want to realize that you don't have the same needs or you do have the same needs, but... Um, just because something is changing doesn't always mean that it's changing for 
or that it's impacting everyone. Just because something is changing or you're changing something doesn't mean that um, this has to impact everyone because some people are choosing they don't need that impact. They might need another impact or they might need something else. But again, it's it's just seeing the individuality in a collective, in the collective, in the multiverse. So, um, hoping to have more conversations and other podcasts that can go deeper on this. And so, I will talk to you guys in the next one. I really do appreciate you being here and listening um i've really enjoyed the day of creating with you um and i'll definitely look forward to seeing what the hell comes up in the next episode it could be anything right so take care of yourself take care of your life take care of each other stay tuned and let's stay connected